The Underwear Olympics are right around the corner, and there will be eight Ohio State Buckeyes who will be participating in the NFL Combine to try to cement their spot in the 2023 NFL Draft. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked On Buckeyes for Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, February 9th in the year 2023. And this episode is brought to us by our good friends at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. During this episode, we will discuss what players need the combine to raise their draft stock. And one thing that sticks out in my mind about Chris Holtman and what is going on with him during this season. But first, the Underwear Olympics, as I've always called it, is right around the corner, and there will be eight Ohio State Buckeyes that will be participating in the NFL Combine between February 27th and March the 6th. Yes, I called the Underwear Olympics. I did it in high school and middle school, and I do it to this day. It's a fun thing to watch. Players competing, quarterbacks, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers, receivers, whatever position, including specialists, they will be competing in the NFL Combine from the bench press at 225 to running the 40 to doing all the on-filled drills. These players are working hard and going through a very intense, long, grueling interview process before having a chance to be drafted in the NFL draft. There will be eight Buckeyes who will be participating in this year's NFL Combine. One of them is expected, C.J. Stroud. The others, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Paris Johnson Jr., Dewan Jones, Luke Whippler, Zach Harrison, cornerback Cam Brown, and safety Ronnie Hickman. Now, we all think and suspect that Stroud will be a top five pick, no worse than a top ten pick, Paris Johnson Jr., first-round pick. In Jigba, does he participate or does he not? Some say first round. I would not be shocked if he went in the second. Missing last year in the medicals that he will be tested and that will be looked at will be a big factor and determining factor into what round he has drafted it. But you have other guys here as well. Luke Whippler, Dewan Jones, Zach Harrison, Cam Brown, Ronnie Hickman. You have guys that are solid first-round picks, guys that are day two picks, guys that are for sure day three picks, but guys that are on the fringe, maybe day three, maybe day two. And this is a time period where these athletes can raise their draft stock. Now, I've said it once, I'll say it again. This does not erase the film. These players have been playing football games for quite a long time. Many of these players are multi-year starters. And what we're going to witness during the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, Indiana, does not erase the game film. For Jigba, his medicals will be looked at. People will be asking him questions, and I guarantee somebody, when these players have interviews with these teams, they're going to ask a question about, might be to say, did you quit on the team? I'm not saying he did. I'm not, I'm not saying what, he, what decision he made. 
ultimately, they may ask him, did you quit on the team? Were you healthy enough to play against Georgia? Why did you miss the second half of the season? Things to wonder and question the medicals, but also the mindset. A player like Dewan Jones, who was phenomenal during Senior Bowl week, this is another time period when, when he's going to be measured the same way he was at the, at the Senior Bowl, when he's going to run that 40, when he's going to do some agility things. Offensive linemen during this, it's nothing like a regular game. You're doing things without pads. And so for a receiver who's running routes or a quarterback who's throwing the ball, offensive linemen are simply just hitting a, a blocking dummy consistently. That's nothing like the real thing, but it's the mentals, man. Somebody's going to slip. Somebody's going to mess up. How do you respond? Do you stay locked in? Are you still tuned into what the coach is saying? How quickly do you pick up on what's going on from one drill to the next? These are the things that the coaches will be looking at closely during the NFL Combine. And ultimately, I am happy that these guys are going. Now, there will be more Buckeyes or other Buckeyes who are striving to be drafted. Some of them will be participating in Ohio State's Pro Day on March 22nd. Other guys that are trying to get drafted but did not receive an invite to the NFL Combine, Teron Vincent, Jerron Cage, Tanner McAllister, Mitch Rossi, Noah Ruggles, and Bradley Robinson. I'm going to close this portion of the show out with this. Many people thought that Noah Ruggles deserved a shot and an invite to the Combine. Honestly, as someone that watches football consistently, I don't know what the other – kickers in the country are doing i don't know how good they are i know that noah ruggles is one of the best but the last kick of the season for him closing out 2022 bringing in 2023 that may have been on the minds of the play of the individuals that are handing out invites to the nfl combine they may have said he missed a 50 yarder are NFL teams really want, wanting him to come to the NFL Combine? Do they want to give give a spot for him? A 50-yarder that was missed really, really bad. Think about it. What have you done for me lately? What was the last thing we saw of him? A kick that NFL kickers need to make, and he missed it badly. Possibly the, the most poorly kicked ball that I've ever seen Noah Ruggles kick during his tenure at Ohio State. That's how the cookie crumbles. I do expect big things from Stroud. Um, I will discuss maybe predict later on um, what some maybe some numbers, agility, things like that that I might suspect players might do at the NFL Combine. But this is a grueling, long interview process. And being selected and getting an invite, being one of the 300-plus players that will be at the NFL Combine, it's huge. It's an honor. And I cannot wait to see, one, what these players do, but two, what these NFL teams have to say about these individuals after they meet with them, talk with them, interview them, and watch them perform at the 2023 NFL Combine. The Combine is great, and it allows some players to solidify themselves and even move up draft boards based off interviews and based off their performance performance during drills. Who needs the Combine in a big way? We'll discuss that next right here on Locked on Buck, guys. This episode is brought to us by FanDuel Sportsbook. 
This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It provides everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball is available on YouTube and wherever you get your fine podcast. The Underwear Olympics. Get used to hearing that. We're going to be saying that over the next few over the next month, next few weeks, and then post combine. Trying to try to get my guy Ryan Robertson, one of my favorite NFL draft scouts, and get some in-depth look at Stroud, McAllister, Hickman. Johnson, Jones, and the other individuals that are striving to get drafted in the NFL draft that were Buckeyes just this past season. So it'll be fun to talk to Ryan. Haven't done it in a while, and I can't wait to get his thoughts on Stroud in the NFL, Hickman, Cam Brown, and the other Buckeyes that are up for grabs in the upcoming NFL draft. But in the underwear Olympics, it's going to allow some guys to move up boards. There are some Buckeyes that desperately, and I mean literally, (coughs) desperately need the combine. I'm not saying they won't get drafted, and they're going to the combine will make sure they do get drafted. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that they need this to kind of confirm or reassure some teams that they're making the right decision by drafting this player where they think or where they plan on drafting him, maybe a little bit higher than other teams in the National Football League. First up is on offense. It's a lineman. I got two linemen on this and a a defensive back. Could have had more, but I only wanted to pick three for time's sake. Number one is Luke Whippler. Now, Luke Whippler being a center coming out early, it's very, very 
interesting because I don't think most people expect a center to come out early unless he's going to be either a high second-round pick or a first-round pick solidified because he's just that dude. I don't know where Luke Whipler is going to get drafted. Excuse me. I do know I, he not a first-round pick. I'd be shocked if he was a, sec, a second-round pick. I think Dewan Jones will get drafted before Luke Whipler, and ultimately he could be a day-three pick. Yeah. It's, it's possible. Probably right now sitting at a day three pick round four. Should have stayed in school, which is why Luke Whipler needs this. Now, every team has your height, your weight from the regular season. Do you come in heavier? Do you come in out of shape? Do you come in with the proper mindset? Are you just all willy-nilly laid back, lackadaisical, and not taking things serious? And what's literally one of the biggest uh, pre-draft events any person is going to go through? Think about it. And Luke Whipple, knowing that him as a center is someone that he could be a guard, but he's been a center for the past couple of years. Where is he going to go? And I do think they're going to cross-train him and have him do some guard drills and some center drills. Since it's the interior of the offensive line, him being more versatile allows him to be a better asset and tool for whatever team drafts him. And Luke Whipler needs this, and I do think this and the Pro Day at Ohio State are two great events for Luke Whipler to realize and tell people and solidify say, hey, Y'all think one thing, it has fallen back in the draft, but I'm here to tell you, don't fall back. Move up because you might need to add me to your roster because I am that good at my job. A lot of the things Luke Whippler does aren't physical. They're mental. They're communicating with the other teammates on the offensive line and making sure from tackle to tackle, from Jones to Johnson, that everybody is on the same page. Also, somebody else that desperately needs a combine for different reasons is Zach Harrison. Because there are guys out there that are freaks of nature. There are guys out there that the film says one thing, but when they test the vertical, the 40, the broad jump, the three-cone drill, the different drills that they do out there to test, test your agility and your side-to-side lateral movement. And Zach Harrison, somebody standing, what, 6'4", 6'5", 260, 265, maybe 270. And all of a sudden, you look at him like, well, he's seen the film, didn't live up to the hype, as some people said. Solid, solid, solid football player. But all of a sudden, these measurables, man. I mean, these, these, these tests, man. He's, they're off the charts, and that's a way for him to move up draft boards and to make more money during the NFL draft at the end of April. It can happen, and I do think that this young man in Zach Harrison is going to be able to do just that, which is move up draft boards. Ultimately, he has to perform. Nobody else. If you know what you think about Zach Harrison – He's going to come in. He's going to work. He's going to grind. And he's going to and he's going to do the things via the measurables. Then in comes these questions via these interviews. How in the world do you test so well? But the stuff on the field is not as consistent or not at a level that some people think it should be at the Ohio State University. That's not saying Zach is bad, but some of these questions are trying to poke in prod at you to see your reaction and to see how you respond. Even if you give the proper answer, you can give it two different ways and put off a two 
different thoughts about you, the football player. Last but not least, it's Ronnie Hickman. I think he should stay in school, should have stayed in school. And I'm not the only person that thinks that. I don't think he should have come out. I think Lathan Ransom was smart by staying in. I think Josh Proctor was smart by staying in. Ultimately, I do understand that there is that, there, that those three guys are trying to play two spots on the on the football field. And uh, as we see, um, not all three of them are going to play on the on the field at the same time. But Ronnie Hickman at safety in space. Let's just say that what we saw. Um, in the senior bowl, and sometimes he got cooked a little bit or worked a little bit in some of those drills. Let's just say he works on those and shows quick improvement from January senior bowl practice week and game to the end of February, beginning of March at the NFL Combine. Let's just say that he shows improvement. Those are the things, and that's about a month, month and a half time. Those are the things that NFL coaches, executive scouts want to see at the Combine. Are you working on the things that you're not good at? Or you that you need to improve at? Are you solid and still as good as you were on film at the things that you were good at? And this is a time period that I do think Senior Bowl helped, but let's just say Ronnie Hickman gets better and shows quick growth during those drills, and then it gets even better at, on March 22nd for the pro day. Those are things that coaches and executives want to say, hey, okay, look, we know where you are. We know what kind of player you are. But you're putting in that work. You're getting a whole lot better. You're doing things that, well, people didn't expect you to do on the football field. Ultimately, <laughs> let's come in for a one-on-one. -on -one. Let's see more and learn more about you because you're all season grind and getting better in a short period of time. That's something that we want as a part of our NFL franchise. Those are just three guys that I think need to impress and really need to combine to move up draft boards, and they can do just that during this time period. It's weird. Old linemen have just a different different time period. Um, Zach Harrison not going to be using the pads, but still doing blocking dummies and uh, things like that can do that. Also, if he shows that he can play the two point stance, moving up draft boards, coaches, executives love that versatility. Then Ronnie Hickman, you're literally doing football stuff, buddy. In, in, in shorts. Compression shorts, uh, workout shirt, but still, you're doing football stuff, agility, footwork, turning of the hips, things of that nature, um, finding a ball, catching the ball at its highest point. You're doing all those things you're, you're supposed to do on the field. Do them in the drill <laughs> and let everything else do what's going to happen because you show you have showed quick improvement. One team that has not showed a quick improvement this season is the Ohio State basketball team, and I think losing nine out of ten games is currently weighing on Chris Holtman. Let's dive into what might be going through his mind and what he hopes what he hopes happens tonight as the Buckeyes face off against the Northwestern Wildcats. We're going to keep rolling on with today's episode of Locked On Buckeyes. Sports betting is now legal in Ohio, and Locked On has the perfect show to help new and seasoned gamblers. Download and subscribe to Locked On Bets for daily picks and analysis wherever you get your fine podcasts. Put yourself in Chris Holtman's shoes. It's hard. We don't have the contract, the money. We don't. We have not been coaching for ten about ten years. A head coach in college basketball, but for a second, put yourself in Chris Holtman's shoes. You're at Ohio State. 
You've had 21, a 21 season every year prior, except for your first two years coaching at Gardner-Webb. Your three, I believe, Holtman had 21 wins, got the job at Butler. They believe he was there for four years, ultimately four years after getting the job at Butler. Thought Thad Mata retires, then he unretired recently, came out of retirement, and Chris Holtman gets a job at Ohio State. 21 seasons every year at Ohio State. He's faced criticism. He's faced the thought of not getting out of the first round of the NC2A tournament. It feels the pressure of needing to get to the Sweet 16 to make an Elite Eight um, just to get just to move on and to accomplish some goals. And then comes this season. The Buckeyes are currently, let me look at my calendar where the record is, not looking at my phone. The Buckeyes are 11 and 12. This month alone, lost the game to Wisconsin, a five-point game. I believe Chris Holman got ejected in that game. And then also recently lost to your rival, the team up north, in a game that they lost, I believe, by eight points this past Sunday. Northwestern is a team that Ohio State should win, but also I, I thought Ohio State was going to beat Minnesota. Nebraska didn't win those games. Currently, they are five and four, four, five, four and a half point favorites via uh, over over the Wildcats tonight. That line comes from our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook, and my confidence in this team is not very high. It's not very high at all. But when it comes to Chris Holtman, I had confidence in Holtman. Even this season, even this year, your boy had confidence in Chris Holtman to lead the Buckeyes to a place that he had never led them during his tenure as Ohio State's basketball coach. But losing nine out of ten games and feeling the pressure and seeing all the talent on the team and seeing how the talent is performing in the game, it's tough, man. It's tough. Zed Key's injury should not impact this team as much as it is, but the way the team is playing and currently constructed, they ain't, I don't know who the leader is on this team. And when you have a guy who's your second leading scorer and you need him to put the ball in the basket consistently, well, when that's not happening, Chris Holman's like, what in the world can I do to right this ship? I saw a tweet. This came after the Michigan loss. It was a tweet that, I don't know if it's Adam Jardy or someone who covers Ohio State basketball, but they said that after Chris Holtman got ejected from the game against Wisconsin, Holtman got a text from Tom Izzo, and Izzo was just checking in, asking if he's okay. Chris Holtman said, no, he's not, and it's clear he's not. Why? This season's tough, man. This season is tough for the coach and the players. A lot of these guys have never lost to this many games in a 10-game span in a in their lifetime. I mean, ever. Not happened. A lot of these guys come to Ohio State, freshmen, sophomores, juniors, maybe a transfer or two, and they said, oh, I'm coming here, going to the NC2A tournament. Let's make some noise. And now you're wondering, will they win another game? I, I, that's a legit question. Will they win another game? Chris Holman believes they'll win. But sometimes when you're under this amount of stress and this much pressure to simply get out of the losing, uh, get out of this losing streak and this slump, it's tough, man. And I hope Chris Holtman has found a way or is finding a way. And I, I don't know what that way is to get things back, get his mind right, to make sure that he is A-OK for this team. Because if Chris Holtman is coaching properly and coaching the way that I think he can this season, 
this team can rack up a win, beat Northwestern tonight, beat Michigan State on Sunday, go on the road to Iowa next a week from today and win that game, go on the road to Purdue and Mackey Arena and pull off the unthinkable, I think they'll lose the game. But if they get a lot of confidence back and they almost beat Purdue the first time, all of a sudden they can go to Purdue on the 19th of February and win that game as well. And then you're building confidence going to the Big Ten Conference Tournament. And let's just say a team like the Buckeyes needs to win the Big Ten Conference Tournament to make the NC2A Tournament. And Chris Holtman says, look, here's what we're going to do. Crank it crank it down, uh, ratchet up the pressure on defense, crack, uh, crank down on, on defense, and play it on offense in a way that we've never done it this season. If that's what he has to do, think outside of the box, do it. This team needs help. Lots of help. This team needs players to play out of their mind and for Holtman to co coach out of his mind. But they also need Holtman to work and to find ways outside of himself, not allowing the pressure to get to him, but to coach his team hard every single day to get out of this abnormal slump for the Buckeye basketball team. Guys, we're out of here on a Thursday. One more day, and tomorrow is a Ryan Day Friday. My guy, Jeff Pont, will be with us. We will be dis discussing a very important topic about Ryan Day, Ohio State, and who is or what it will take to be the king of college football. Yes, all that can be found in tomorrow's show. The entire show is about that very thing. You don't want to miss it. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can also send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Thanks for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Let's hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball is available on YouTube and wherever you get your fine podcast. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.